and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely video game ideas and turn them into the next AAA video game titles. I am one of your hosts, Blake Rea. And I am your other host, AJ Hart. The AJ. one, the only, the alpha and the omega. That's what A stands for. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, AJ, I do have to contest that because you know what? We, a friend of ours, a dear friend of ours, Rin, ran a poll on Are our Patreon okay. Discord. <laughs> yeah, I am going to talk about this because it's the funniest fucking thing. So uh, our friend un- just totally unprompted messaged our Patreon Discord to see who, th- who, who, Rin messaged our Discord to see who they think is taller, you or me, no, they, and what they, our actual Rin heights are. Rin just asked how tall everybody thinks we are. That's true. And that's true. That's true. I don't want to say how tall we are. <laughs> Actually, I think it's way better if we leave it as a mystery. <laughs> the, it's, but I do want to give some an idea of what some people said to see if people at home can be like, oh yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Some, pe- some most people said you and I. Are about five foot four at the most, but it's somewhere around that no, mark. No, I, I saw five four at least. At uh, least, I, yeah. I I saw most of them were in the five range. Like okay. only once oh, did yeah, they it's, actually it's five only something. We are nobody thinks that we're six foot. Uh huh. But I think I it's do pretty obvious so- that nobody on the internet thinks that we're six foot, Blake. Well, I do want to state though that I think is that I think is great is that people do read that I am taller than you because you have short king energy, which is true because <laughs> I am tall. I am taller than you, um, <laughs> and I just think it's so funny that I, I. It's something I never really thought about, but I guess just you, just you think and it's I so have the crazy energy that that comes through the podcast, huh? It, it, it is pretty crazy that it, everybody can just feel that, yeah, AJ has, like, little brother shorter than Blake energy. And I'm like, yeah, he does, doesn't he? He's <laughs> Does he, though? Does he have that energy that makes you think that he would be shorter than you? It's so weird how he has the energy that makes you think, we're not going to go into this. Look. I- <laughs> Well, um, actually, I do have one other little um, just pre-ramble ramble. I finished God of War, the first one, and I fucking loved it. I am so excited. I'm I'm not going to talk about spoilers because if you haven't experienced it yet, go experience it. I'm glad that that we can finally talk about this game, Blake Ray, because I've been thinking about it for a long time ever since you picked it up. And I just wanted to ask you a big question. Yes, what's up? Do you think it's acceptable that Kratos continues to show and lead by example to his son that it's okay to do violence and hurt? Because I was watching um, some gameplay of that, and I'm like, oh, he's a dad now. And then I watched him rip a dude in half. And like, if I watched <laughs> my dad rip a man in half, I don't know how well you think I would it was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just worried that I, Kratos is leading. I mean, like, yeah, I get it. The, the Draugr attacked first, but like, <laughs> to rip a dude in half? There is a great a, scene. The, full, towards- the first scene in the game, this old dude shows up and he's bald and half naked and Kratos doesn't even offer him a jacket. He just starts fighting him and <laughs> beating him in the woods. And I, like, you know, I, there, I just don't know if Kratos is like the right... It's just a toxic energy, don't you think? Bro, he fucking destroyed a civilization. Like, I know that's... I'm sorry, spoiler for God of War 3, which is like a game from like 10, 12 years ago. I I feel like the spoiler spoiler warning's fine on that. Fuck, most people know. Like, there's a reason he's in the Norse area now. He doesn't have a home to go to anymore. It's gone. Um... 
the dude I, it, it's so funny that you mentioned that because there is a scene later on in the game where atreus starts picking up on like how violent kratos is and then kratos is like yo no we can't do that that shit ain't cool man kratos is like, actually fuck. only i'm allowed to do violence actually well, it's, like, it's not cool when Krat- you do it because you're a baby toddler <laughs> But like, <laughs> here's your job as my beloved son. When I grab a man and grab one leg and one arm and rip them in half down the sides, I need you uh-huh. to be in the corner saying, whoa, yeah, go dad. <laughs> but I don't want you to pick up these habits. You know, my, my favorite thing about the game, it, it, it does, he doesn't do it for the entire game, but like the opening few chapters um, though, for those that don't know, God of War, it's about like Kratos and his kid need to go on an adventure. To, it's a triple A title uh, where you play as a bald yeah. man who's very gruff and mean and he has a child like it's it's a video game ass video. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the op- but this is a kid that's never been like beyond his home forest before. So like everything he's seeing is so new and, and crazy to him. So my favorite thing that Kratos does is like anytime Atreus acts up, he's like, don't make me turn this adventurer around. I will take us home. And it is the f- it is so consistently funny every time because it's just like it's the high fantasy version of like, don't make me turn the car around when we're going to McDonald's. You know, it, it, it's just so fucking funny to me and there are so many moments in it where i was just like so blown away like it's a trailer moment so i don't think it's a it's a it's a spoiler but like when the world serpent shows up for the first time that has gone down as like one of my favorite video game moments of all time because it's just the massive scale of that moment and that feeling of like it's so purposeful because you like spend the opening chapters being a, a literal god just tearing through Draugr, being a badass tearing things in half while your kid cheers you the fuck on and then you encounter something that could so easily kill you if it wanted to. And it just makes you feel so small, even though you are a literal god of war. And it's just so cool. Like, it, it, just the, the cinematography of it, love like the mist on the on the waters, and then just the sound design of that big gruff. It's just, oh, it's so fucking good. And the game is full of moments like that. And I just wanted to say, if you haven't played that game, go play it. It's super fun. I, I had a great time. And, and I, I finished it right when the Ragnarok really trailer came out. That, that game's two most, like, like influential, like, visual tells are of course mm-hmm. the hit film Birdman which is a movie that has no visual cuts because that's what the God uh-huh. of War cut scenes went for and Lollipop yeah. Chainsaw and I will not elaborate <laughs> on that but everyone knows that I'm right um <laughs> I don't know about that one, but you know what I do really? know? Because it I think like- that in both of them, the main character has a boyfriend that's just a head strapped to their hip. Because Oh like, my God, you're right. Holy yeah. shit. Sorry, I wasn't <laughs> going to elaborate, but you made me. So there we go. Oh, okay. But that's not a spoiler. You don't know why. I mean, that shit's in the trailer. Like in the OG Kratos- God of War trailers. Has a, has, a that, hip, has a hip boyfriend. I can't believe the Santa Monica <laughs> Studios just aped. Lollipop chainsaw <laughs> like that. Are you saying there's even an achievement if you try and uh, pan the camera to where it looks at Kratos's butt? And <laughs> yes, in the next game there will be an achievement if you try to look up Kratos's skirt. <laughs> can can we just meditate on that for a second? Who the fuck thought that was a good idea in Lollipop Chainsaw Massacre? Like, I mean, they knew who exactly was playing that game. I mean, she does kind of stop you. Like, she does stop you. She does like call you a fucking pervert for trying it. <laughs> That game is weird. So, I think there, there's a lot so of weird, weird things about that game, but also like the like like it's oh, dated. Style it is a dated it. Oh. game. Do you oh, know yeah. who co-directed that shit? 
Kojima? James Gunn. James Gunn? I mean, James Gunn is James Gunn. That dude's James a little Gunn, bit wild. Guardians as it of is. the Galaxy Hollywood director James Gunn worked on Lollipop Chainsaw. Do you know wow. who was do you know who worked on the music for it? Uh Hans Zimmer. I I'm bummed that I don't know the person's name, but it was the frontman for a little band that you might have heard of, Mindless Self-Indulgence. What? Yeah, that, yeah, that sounds on point. That game, actually, now that you say it, that game reeks of fucking like er, mid two thousands sort of like Fallout Boy aesthetic music, or like just uh, Three Days Grace specifically. That kind of energy, you know, like remember Pain by Three Days Grace? I, yeah. I listened to that song. I listened to that song a lot when I was a troubled youth. We all did, <laughs> bud. <laughs> okay, Speaking I, of troubled youth, we need to talk about some brand spanking new games. What? Are we releasing to the world today? AJ, you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll release some horrible ideas into the ether today. Uh All right, bring it. What you got? What you got, Short King? This comes from Caleb Personal (laughs) Pan Martin. A literal dungeon crawler, because you're a baby. Oh, I saw this one. I saw this one. Okay, so the first thing you and I need to to figure out is, is, are we... Is this like that one movie where it's we're trying to make sure the ba- you know like the ba- baby's day out or whatever where they were like crawling around the city when just absolutely like just dodging every possible hazard but coming just a hair so close to just being annihilated? Mm-hmm. Are we setting the dungeon a la like boss fight or are we the baby going through the dungeon, which I do think is more interesting? Here's here's what I want to focus on, Blake. Um, okay. I okay. think that we need to like really sit down as a dev team and look at babies first and foremost. Because here's something that keeps on babies happening first with dungeon. our ding-dong video games, right? Uh-huh, we, uh-huh. we sit down to play a video game, and it's like, oh, check it out. This one's inspired by Dark Souls. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, check this one out. This one's hard as balls. And it's like, mm-hmm. Celeste, have your fun platformer, but it's hard now. And okay. You know, hey, check out Guilty Gear. And you got if you pick up Guilty Gear within like 30 minutes, you gotta know what wave dashing and Roman counters and backswing mm-hmm. juggles are. And I don't know mm-hmm. any of those terms because I never learned them from when I was a child. I'm picking up all these terminologies now as a grown-up. And the problem okay. is that we aren't teaching babies how to be pro gamers. <laughs> pro gamer baby all right and so like so when we okay. were kids when we were kids and we were learning how to play video games we had shit like mario teaches games uh which was like mm-hmm. a you know where's mario with luigi and you had to hunt down and do all these fun lessons we had where in the world's carmen san diego we had pajama sand oh, we had all these games you... that taught us like oh. you know like math and okay. shit and like babies don't need math anymore we have calculators and smartphones what babies do need to know <laughs> okay is how to fucking it's... frame cancel <laughs> <laughs> what babies do need to know is how to interrupt <laughs> okay so are you what picturing babies this do is need like... to know and have mastered is spot dodging Okay, so uh, this all feels like fighting game stuff, not necessarily dungeon crawlery, though. So are you saying it's a fighting game that is a dungeon crawler? So it's like... Well, if it was a dungeon it, it, crawler, it would be teaching babies math. And I, as previously mentioned, I don't think that's important anymore. I don't think words or math is important. I just want babies to be able to beat Dark Souls. So are you 
is this a game where you start as a baby and you grow older throughout the game? Well, is yeah, this... that's how human beings work, bud. Well, I mean, like, I'm, t- I don't think you grow up <laughs> over the course of like a, a, a session. Like, it's like me playing a game of Hades and I start the round, uh, the 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 run of Hades as a baby baby boy, and then I end it as a full ass grown man. Like, mm-hmm. is it, which could actually be kind of fun. So you learn new abilities as you grow big, or. Let me pitch you on this because I have I have God of War on the brain. Um, I want to create the ga- Dark Souls of Leapfrog. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so <laughs> are you on so, board okay. with me? Oh, I'm I'm totally on board with you. But I just the the spice I wanted to throw into this is it, on the surface. It's like it starts off as like a baby game, but I'm wondering as the game goes on, because obviously you're fighting the stuff that you're going, you're coming across mm-hmm, throughout mm-hmm. this dungeon. Are the fucking kill animations brutal? Like picture it's like a baby, like slicing some dude's legs off to no, where they are on I the still, same level as the baby. I think it has to be childy. I don't think it gets I any think... more violent than like say Knack 2. What? You know, Knack, the hit PlayStation game Knack, everyone's favorite uh, poster child yeah, for the PlayStation never, Knack. I've never played Knack. I seen. I always see like the art, and I was always curious, oh, hey, what bud, is that don't game? Worry. But then I never Literally nobody play. has ever played Knack. I'm just using it as a touchstone because like, I think all of us know who Knack is, but none of us have played Knack. <laughs> now, people are too busy playing Drake's Uncharted. That, was, that game was a little bit more impactful when the PlayStation We'll, we'll do Uncharted for Babies another time. Right now, I want to create a video game that makes a real gamer out of a toddler. <laughs> so, okay. So, it, it, that tells me it needs to be like an instructional thing, right? Do yes. you need to... Okay, is this This like is Pajama you... Sam, and he says, come on, we're going to go fight the bad guys. And then Pajama Sam takes the toddler and very quickly on, like, you know, we have to start off with basic platforming. But I think that, yeah. like... Like any leapfrog game, we'll have the games broken down by grades. And so, like, mm-hmm. I think what we can really sit down here, Blake, is we can just kind of sit down and think of a lesson plan for what we expect kids to know by fourth grade. Okay. What does a child well, need to know how to do by the time for fourth grade happens? I definitely think that within third grade, we're teaching them about perfect parries. <laughs> um i think moreover Second i feel grade, like the I early years are all about management defense. and hitbox cheating and then mm. um i don't think we get into frame canceling until fifth grade you're naming so many fighting game terms and dude i don't play fighting games so i have like i have zilch like input for you here this is a game where you're talking this is a game where you you need you need to steer the ship on shit because i'm like i don't think it's unreasonable to expect i know what it is i don't think it's unreasonable (laughs) to think that a second grader should have wave dashing like natural (laughs) like perfectly understood like momentum physics Uh within uh video games a second grader knows the these things <laughs> so this is are you picturing this is like okay i have a kid and i mm-hmm. have decided that that i am gonna make their life about becoming a pro fighting gamer what else this would is you like bother wanting them to learn in their hobbies but i would math, want them to know they're defense. gonna know they don't need math no, you're right. They don't need math. They don't need history. They don't need none of that shit. They just need to know how to cancel frame. That's it. So <laughs> they <you>. just. <laughs> so I feel like the early years, it's all about defense, right? It's all about countering. It's all about understanding how to dodge and how to maneuver yes, around. It's all about people. placement. It's platforming. It's yes. dodging. It's things like that. Yes, of course. So it, it, the way I'm looking at this, then, just kind of trying to 
can because we're talking about kids, ideas. We're not talking about putting will this be able in to gameplay. Make reads yet. by the time they're in second grade. So if this is a dungeon crawl, is this moreover like you go room to room, but each room introduces you to a new mechanic or it operates off of a new thing? So it's like, oh, hey, you just walked into a room where you can't attack, like you can't throw punches. There's a curse on this room. You can only dodge and counter. So yeah. it'll be like so the if first somebody game throws is just a punch dodging at you. and yeah. countering, and I think that within mm. the first grade version of this game, uh, Droon, uh Droolgen <laughs> Crawler, maybe Dungeon Toddler. Oh, maybe I it'll be like baby... Dungeon Crawler, Dungeon Toddler, Dungeon Runner, and that'll be like the progression oh. of the whole game. But I don't oh. really think in Dungeon Crawler, okay. it's mostly just like dodging enemies and waiting for them to like hurt themselves in a funny little anima- animation where like uh-huh. they do something and then they poopy them pants and then they die. But like during okay. these things, it's like the early, it's like those easier dungeon crawlers where you see like the big red beam come from the enemy and then you know not to be standing there. But when you hit dungeon toddler, the sequel to dungeon crawler, there is no red uh-huh. boxes. You just simply see the enemy rear up for an animation and the child needs to know where not to be, which oh. they, they should have mastered by now. I love this because, like, if you fail at something, it'll be like, hey, you need to practice load up disc two again and Uh go through it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. The little leapfrog guy comes on and he says, are you having problems? Why don't you go ahead and put in the old game? You know what I'm so excited about with this game? So say we do it and we release it on a bunch of, like, CDs that people can buy. I just picture this, seeing this at a Scholastic Book Fair of it's just, like, baby just, like, punching the fucking lights out of, like, some Draugr or some zombie or whatever enemy that this that this little baby dude is fighting. This will be the kind of game that, like, you'll see IGN articles about being, like, our game's too tough now. I played this with and my the- kid. <laughs> yeah. Our like, game's too tough now. You will see both though. of those articles in tandem. <laughs> what, what i want to create is like you know how like right now if you and me hopped into fortnite we would be absolutely decimated yeah. by some people that just are able to build entire fortresses within three seconds and you and i will yeah. see that and be like oh my god this person is so how good how is this possible and then you could yeah. smash cut to the other side and it's like it's like a kid with some appy slices and like a thing of mountain dew that he stole from the <laughs> some- fridge you know what it's I mean? Like, we are slice. absolutely being destroyed by, like, 11-year-olds <laughs> in Fortnite regularly. And I don't oh, think that that's God. something that we should veer away from. I think uh-huh, that we need uh-huh. to lean into that, hone it, and that's, turn it into that's a That's our market? That's, that's our, our market. <laughs> because, like, you already okay. see this in parents with, like, beauty pageants and things, right? And, like, parents that get oh. way too involved with their kids' soccer matches. I wanted to mm-hmm. do that, but for gamers. I think mm-hmm, it's time mm-hmm. that gamers become overly involved in parents. <laughs> I'm going to give you a different game now. Is that all right? <laughs> Children should have their Smash main decided very early on. That way they can decide on what sort of gamer they want to be long term. <laughs> also, did you read the uh, the person that submitted this? I, I, don't, I don't know if I heard it. Uh, just to be certain, I will read it again. Caleb Personal Pen Martin at Asithius. All right, so this next one comes to us from, <laughs> from Squid Pope, a game where you, on Reddit, a game where you infiltrate a book club despite having never read a book in your wretched life. What's price and prejudice? What is, what's price? <laughs> is it price and prejudice or prize and prejudice? I, God, I, don't, I don't know what don't. the intention was. <laughs> I know the actual book is Pride and Prejudice, but the idea of yeah, you going into a book club and be like, oh boy, I love price and prejudice. And people looking at you like, what? Did you just say? Well, no, I was thinking, okay, so hold on. I'm wondering if this is like something, because you, 
a common thread that you and I were talking I about. I don't know You're, what Pride and Prejudice is about. I know what Pride, Prejudice, like zombies, and Zombies right? is about. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. That's the book I was thinking. <laughs> I read, I read, hey, Blake, I read horror. You know Pride, Prejudice, know. and Zombies was a parody on it's Pride not. and Prejudice, right? You're totally, man. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, that's, I totally knew that. <laughs> um, I don't know. So, that's a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna elaborate you on that further. <laughs> so okay, so what I'm picturing this is it could be one of two things. I'm one you know you're watching a let's play of Danganronpa right now, and the trials it, are actually, like the cr- baby finished oh, Danganronpa oh, two. Thank you, Pro ZD oh, and J. Wait, you two are great. Wait, you finished the second one? I thought you no, were watching not the, the second one, one, just the first one. Oh, okay. Sorry, continue okay. The so you story. know, so you know, like how in the trial there are a bunch of mini games that are done. So you like spell things out, or you have to remember details from things. I'm wondering if you can take that concept and apply it to a book club, where everybody's asking questions about the book, and you need to like either pick up on context clues that people are talking about, or and then be able to regurgitate it, or you need to fake shit in the moment, and that kind of. <laughs> And I'm trying to figure out, like, is there a game there? You're proposing a visual novel that exists entirely through the idea of, like, it is a group of people doing a book club. You need to pretend that you've actually read this book. And it will be a Uh game that for people that have read the book will be a cinch. But for people that Mm -hmm. have not read the book, it will give them the, like, when they're done with this game, they will know the core themes and ideas of Pride and and prejudice yes yes but um, another but game really quick, that is what i'm what i need okay. to understand what you are pitching is gamifying any high school college level literature class right yes yes this is yes. any and sophomore college english high school class <laughs> well i'm trying to figure out like if you can i'm i'm wonder if there is something you can do just to build on this further but if this doesn't work i also have another version of this game where it, i feel this could also be a really good hidden role game where you play with a bunch of your friends that have read books and you have to figure out which so among you has not read a book because i didn't read my high school books yeah but you stuck did you read the spark notes no oh you didn't read spark notes did okay, you just like okay, okay the did real- you just fucking wing it like, I just won it. Because I thought I thought you were a, I thought you were in AP English. Hell yeah, I was in AP English. S- that doesn't mean I how read anything. How the fuck did you how the fuck did you pull that off? How did you like fake your at how'd you fake your way into being smart? Context clues, <laughs> baby. I'm a quick learner. Fast, instinctual. People like, and, like you know what I mean? Like every test you ever receive, like if you just scroll down the page a little bit, it'll have the answer to the previous questions. They always oh, do that. God. They all, never think oh, about that. Oh god. That's right. You you know the god the amount of tests I was able to just you fucking think I ace read in my anatomy class. Fuck no. <laughs> you think I you read Snow Falling on Cedars? No, I read a couple <laughs> chapters of it. I got bored of it and I stopped reading. And then at the end, when the, like when the mystery, like about halfway through the book, I was like, I bet you there wasn't uh-huh. even a murder. Lo and behold, like I. I uh, Stupid. So, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, this is bringing up a really interesting idea to do at the end of this. So, you go through, the, this is like a Are you game telling of me that phases. you read all of your English high school books? No, fuck no. I also did Thank context you. clues. <laughs> okay. I just, I just, I just did, I just had enough context clues to get like a C grade in it. The only book I read, <laughs> um, 
I was not like I did not fo- have enough focus or like control of my anxiety to read when I was really young. So like the first time I actually read a book and fell in love with reading was The Great Gatsby because I just for some reason that book was just like, whoa, there's so much drama. There's so much visual stimulus in here. This is this is there's people cheating on each other. This is like this is like Hamilton. There's just so much drama here. Um, <laughs> helps that it was and, a and really a, short book, too. Yeah, that also helped it out a lot. It was it was a little bit easier for me to digest than 1984. Oh, damn. Um, what was that Ayn Rand book that I stopped reading because it just like was tough to read? Some all book of where them. The- all of all of Ayn Rand books are fucking massive. And I'll say no, a little bit. It was dry. a really short book. It was just like the gimmick of it was that the motherfucker didn't know how to use the word I. And so, like, everybody used the word we instead. Oh, that's right. And Ryan, which I forget which book that is. It's not, it's not, no, it's not Atlas Shrugged. It's, uh, it's the other one. Anyway, I stopped reading that one because it was pretty, like, (laughs) kind of, like, blatant about the themes that it was trying to, like, question. And, like, are you saying Anne Ryan is a little bit on the nose and not subtle (laughs) about her writing? How dare you? How dare you? Dude, I didn't read that. I I think Anne Ryan's books are like really good in concept, and I and I I love I love when they're I love the Spark Notes versions of books, (laughs) and I like the media that her books have inspired. Like Bioshock, the series is very inspired by Anne Ryan stuff. Fuck, Andrew Ryan is a play on her name. Like it's tracks. Yeah. So and like a lot of the concepts that he has in that in that game are based off Anne Ryan shit. So. I'm wondering if you can do a thing at the end of this game. So you, the first phase is you're trying to make sure you don't get kicked out of this book club for whatever reason. And then you need to write the Spark Notes page after <laughs> this meeting. So you need to take in all of the context stuff. You need to take in everything that you faked and you need to write this fake ass article or this or this summary of this book and then it'll take it maybe that's a fill in the blank thing like you remember names you remember dates you remember locations you remember themes whatever and then it'll grade you at the end of it and that'll say if you can come back to the next book club meeting where it's a completely new book and you just don't want to and you just don't fucking read so why is your character there like why is your character because trying they're a to high schooler in, in, in their high college or their high schooler in their english class and they just need to pass the grade Oh, so there. So maybe the game opens with them failing. Like, hey, have you ever had that conversation with a teacher? No, Those, again, I've had it, I was I've had so good at this game, bud. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I oh god, who was it? I think it was my it was my science teacher that pulled me aside and said, "Hey, um, you're failing, and there's nothing you can do about it." And I'm like, Oof. "Well." Uh, is there anything I could do about it? No. Like I said, there's nothing you could do about it. Damn. I think it was it was either... No, it was Spanish. I fucking flunked Spanish like super hard, which, you know, that's that's a little bit bad. I should have learned Spanish living here in LA. A lot of people speak Spanish out here, um, and some and most of my family speaks Spanish. Should learn it. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to... So I'm trying to... Okay, so that's... that's so maybe the game opens up with you're finding out you're failing, and you are told, hey, you need to go to this book club to maybe make up some stuff. You can make up credit. That's the yeah, name. That's you, the name of the game, dude. Uh, make up, make up, credit. make up credit. Yes, that rules. Yes, yes. And the whole so gimmick like, is that if you're able to pass, if you're able to pass this book club and prove that you've read like these like four books, then uh-huh, you will be uh-huh. given a passing grade. The catch uh-huh. is that your character is still very lazy and will not read. 
Or maybe like in, maybe in universe the character does read the books, and so you, the player, have to like make guesses. Yeah, kind of like how like you were mentioning those moments in Danganronpa where the character will sit down and be like, "Well, then this must mean," and then it gives you three options, and you, the player, have to be like, "What the fuck oh, are you talking?" Wait about? Wait a second, AJ, hold on. No, 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 no. I have the ve- the fucking best idea to spice this shit up. This is a book club where nobody has read the book. Everybody <laughs> is making shit up. No, no, stick with me here. Stick with me here. So maybe it's like, you- no, no, no. Wait, hold on. I just had a galaxy brain thing. You know how like in the tuning exams of Naruto everybody who took the test it was asking questions that nobody knew but there were two people that were like placed in the test room and Uh it was a whole test on how well you can just steal information (laughs) this is a game like that so everybody in the book club say for like (laughs) one person is telling lies is making up bullshit and you need to figure out how you have to figure out (laughs) yes so you have to figure out how to correct them but also dictate find out what is the truth like Oh my god, I would play the fucking shit out of this game because it's like you have to figure out like it, maybe every maybe every like book club meeting ends with somebody being discovered. So like it, it's like every it, like every week the book club gets smaller cuz somebody has to yeah. be kicked so out like for whatever the, reason. The, the teacher is the judge in it and he'll be like, "Now yeah. obviously this scene tells us yeah. what about the a general firefighter in the book night Fahrenheit 451 and one kid's like, "Well, obviously it says that the poli- the uh, firefighter was an undercover cop and he hates uh-huh, books." Uh-huh. And then you have to be like, "Wait, no, but that that's not true. It couldn't be true because it's impl- three times in the book that the chief does read books that were confiscated and he's doing it on the down low the whole time oh my god so this is like and then like the judge okay. is like very good Holy main shit. character <laughs> the main character <laughs> like that's what you're proposing I, this whole game yeah. is right yes 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 you're trying to figure out so every book so i'm oh here's the thing actually just like Danganronpa, it's like the murder isn't the same every time, obviously. So the person that doesn't read isn't consistent week to week. Because there Correct. are like some people, yes, yeah, so there are like some people who are like, oh, I didn't read a chapter, or they say they read a chapter during English class or whatever, but it turns out they didn't. So, so the, the teacher sat down so, with this group of six students, and he said, all of yes. you are failing the class. You will yes. be now put into a Burner's Book Club. If any yeah, of you Bur- go a week that's a without great name, by the way, Burner's book, book Club, the whole Ooh. group of you will fail. I'm offering oh, this as a shit. final test. And so you're not yeah. only just like covering to prove that you read the book, you're correcting <laughs> uh-huh. other people so that they can be like, oh, yeah, that's right. So that the teacher but will then- pass all of you. You're covering uh-huh. for each other. Oh, interesting. Or I should say well, maybe, you are covering for no, everybody because every wonder, week there will be I one wonder, kid that doesn't read. Yeah, I'm thinking it's more over. It's like you either cover for everybody and no, and it makes it look like. But no, that's less boring because it's like I, I think what made Danganronpa work is that there is somebody among you lying. And but the, the thing that makes this different is you yourself are also lying. So to make sure you don't get thrown under the bus when people are constantly asking you questions, you need to figure out who among the people asking you questions is actually lying about their questions. It's like it's I forget the game uh, that we're playing, but it's um, 
it's I think it's werewolf of like when you're asking general you're asking vague enough questions to where it's not you're not giving it's like playing Spyfall. I don't know if you've ever played that. I was going to say, I don't know who you're playing werewolf with, but whenever I play werewolf, it's just bold, like bold and baseless (laughs) accusations on your friends. (laughs) Well, it's okay. I guess Spyfall is a better example. Have you ever played that game or heard of that game? No. So it's a, it's a it's a hidden role game. Um, everybody everybody it's a phone game. So one of you is an imposter, while everybody else knows a location that this is taking place in, and you're given a role. So it's like you're it's a cafeteria. One person's a chef, one person's a janitor, one person doesn't know the location. So everybody asks other people questions to let other people know that they know the location, but not enough to give it away to the spy. It's a very fun game. So I'm wondering if this plays a lot like that, where it's like you're asking general questions and they you have to ask enough to where it doesn't give it away. Um, that way you don't know everything off the gate, but you can kind of get the context and narrow it down. That way, when it, the time comes where you need to correct somebody, you have enough context clues to correct them and expose them as the liar. And in front of the teacher and then they get kicked out. That way the whole they fail, but the whole group doesn't. Okay. So it's <laughs> this yeah. is this Let's put blew a up into in a game. Yeah. This game blew up into a game like I was I was not expecting to, this to go that fucking hard. And I am super stoked about it. All right, you give me a game. This comes from Western Meadow on Twitter at B10 underscore Baloo. Chewing gum uh-huh. simulator. <sighs> Now, I'm, I'm in a some, high school you, brain space right now, and if there's one thing that I know from my time <laughs> in high school, it's that uh-huh. the second you bust out some chewing gum, some bubble gum, a little bit of spearmint, anything, I bust out uh-huh. a little thing of hubba bubba, I'm Everybody top dog in that you. room. I own that room. Yeah. I'm a fucking king. <laughs> oh, y'all want these trident layers? <laughs> Oh, it was Trident for you. It was it was five gum for my schools. Like everybody wanted five gum. Ooh. That was that yeah, was like if you, if you showed up with like five gum cobalt. Experience yeah. of chewing five gum, you are mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. you are a god. So what are you saying? Is this like a prison simulator where you're just handing out gum to get people to 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 make to build your? <gasps> Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. So okay, so I this is definitely going off script of the original submission a little bit because it's talking about chewing gum. I, I think we need to do a little bit more than that. The, I'm wondering. You remember the kid that would always show up with a like a with a duffel bag of snacks and would sell stuff. Like See, sell bags I had of an chips, open bags campus of gum. on high school, so I did not have any sort of Frito Lay smuggling operation. Although, <laughs> my, here's the thing: my cousin in middle school was operating a Monster Energy drink smuggling situation because they did not, <laughs> they were not close enough to any stores. So the middle school had that sort of setup going on, but not the high school. You had to get in early to get that buck. So, so, okay. So I'm wondering if we can make a ba- a game about that kid. And the immediate <laughs> thing that stands out to me is, okay, okay, okay. The, one visual that stands out to me is like a percentage of like how many kids in the school are actively chewing gum. Like, let's say the moment it goes <laughs> above 80%, it arouses suspicion. So you need to balance like making sales, but never going above like, okay, I need to make sure I never like 80% of the school it, more than 80% of the school's chewing gum because the moment it goes above that percentage, they'll be like, okay, there's a smuggling ring going on and we got to crack down on it. So it makes like, I'm 
so but a then gum that's runner, just one that's just <laughs> a gum runner <laughs> that but that's just one of the products you sell you can also be doing monster energy drink well guess what the more monster energy drink you sell maybe people get a little bit caffeinated and become merry pranksters that increases the amount of prankage going on at the school and makes it makes either your job selling shit more difficult because there's always going to be I, I went to I went to eyes. yeah yeah I, I went to a school where there were police officers on campus at all times so my my school experience was a little bit more like stressful mm-hmm. but I'm wondering if you did this thing where it's like this is a school that takes that shit wicked seriously so they're <laughs> like so the more like you wheel and deal and are selling gum there's just there's um. <laughs> There's just like way more security. They're like they're like actual like they go full board. It's like well, there's people. There's like people. There's watchtowers on campus now where they have binoculars and they so can this see. This is a full or it's like, like business simulator while you are this trying to sell and distribute. Um, what's gum it called? And other illegal illegal substances. <laughs> But it's just chewing gum and Frito Lays. It's chewing gum. It's snacks. It's air, it's it's corded earphones. So oh no, it's earpods so people can listen to music in oh class. Oh my god. Oh yeah, where they do the thing where they feed it through their sleeve and feed just it like through rest your sleeve on their so sleeve. you can listen to music. Yeah, baby. God. Oh my god. <laughs> it's all the classic. It's all the classic rule breakings <laughs> within high school. You're selling uh-huh, uh-huh, the, uh-huh. The, the the late game stuff is of course, and this this goes back to you mentioned me being in the AP classes. The uh-huh. the high level stuff you can be selling is those AP course textbooks because let me tell you, Blake, that's a free hall pass. This shit's expensive, dude. That shit's like really really tough. I mean, but you're selling like maybe well, <laughs> can like, we modernize gonna, it a little bit. You're gonna make you're a selling lot of PDFs money of, of those books. No, 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 you're no, no. Selling, oh, Blake, Blake, like, Blake, no, I'm not talking yeah, about for a, the knowledge. No, I'm uh-huh. saying that if you had an AP textbook in my high school if you were out of class you went to the restroom but you had an ap textbook with you nobody asked you what you were doing Wait, it was a what free that's hall a thing pass. yeah Wait, what the fuck that's you're a th- thing <laughs> i mean oh, it wasn't you're, like you're a you smart kid so you don't you don't it, you yeah, you don't have to you don't have to deal with the rules that everybody else has because you're smart. Oh, I mean, yeah. you, you so you that's bullshit. That's was dumb. Kind of I, I was I was want. a dumb high school kid, and I deserve to be cutting class just like the nor- just like the smart kids. It's bullshit. <laughs> oh me, <laughs> sir. Oh oh, I'm sorry. Me, sir. Can you not see how big my fucking brain is? Can you not tell by my AP U.S. history textbook sitting on this table that obviously <laughs> I am here studying? for class on a personal study time that I've been given an exemption from Mr. Prunty? Obviously. That's bullshit. That's fucked up. I don't that's like how that. It that's works. not fucked. Anyway, that's, that's why like the- up. <laughs> Oppression. Oppression to stupid people. Oppression to me. That's not cool. <laughs> anyway, that is how my high school operated. It's fucked up. I didn't want to I didn't want to read Lord of the Flies and now I'm being oppressed. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but again that's why we're going to be selling this smuggling game that's going to be one of those late game items but you can't give out it's, too many of those because again then people oh, get suspicious and then all of a yeah. sudden the ap class the ap books will be you know the rules will be enforced for them again and then you gotta wait hold on back okay and be like okay what i gotta if- bring some of these back i gotta take some of those out of circulation so that the demand for them goes up let me let me pitch you on something let me pitch you on something so this is a game this is a business simulator and this is about a kid who's like on the inside trying to like 
just work under the radar of the school. Yeah. Under so the that radar means that, making that, a buck. That tells me he has people to pay off. Like that he can't do this by himself. <laughs> so I'm wondering if you part of your daily costs is getting information and statistics from like a an assistant that works in the principal's office that gives you like, hey, these are the amount of kids that are in the AP classes. Never go above off, that you're percentage. You're paying off the local drama department teacher. Let's you're be pay- honest. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's so funny? I guess funny in your case, is- with your experience, it would have been your film teacher. Uh, but it's the same archetype. You and I both yeah, know this. No, no I, uh, honestly, knowing the drama teacher at my high school, he had definitely more of a chaotic energy than my film teacher had. Mm. Um, and he would... He he would definitely have broken broken rules. But I love this because, you know, in the background is like the reason the drama teacher is doing it is because they're writing a play based off of the drama going on around the school and how you're like the center of it. So like maybe the game ends like upon like you are what you are. You are strutting. You have you have a bunch of money. You have like Frito money in your pocket and you're taking a night out to go to a play based off of your shenanigans. And then the game ends with like the with just like security officers breaking down the door and like shutting the play down and like arresting you for like and then it becomes I don't know if it becomes like this sort of like run game where you're escaping security. But it's like but it's also like super low level because what are they going to do? Arrest you? No, they can't. They're just going to it's just like it's high school level like reprimands but taken way fucking seriously it's like that one anime that's like super slice of life and they're just doing run of the mill things but like no it's not prison school (laughs) don't don't, as much as that series is appropriate it's inappropriate So, uh, uh, and so this, this balance of like, okay, you need to make sure you make enough money to pay off all of your contacts. And those are the contacts that either cover for you in certain, like in certain areas of the school. Oh, what, uh, like, I don't know if you, if you had something like this, but each building of my school was a different department. So like one of the buildings is all for like science. Another is for all home act. The other is for like English stuff. So each of those buildings has different rules, operations, schedules. Like there are different yeah, like the teachers AP, that you. Ma- the AP US history book does nothing in the in yeah. building two. But if you can get your hands on a calculus book. Ooh, oh, that's so money. maybe that's. So maybe that's how this game advances is like you make enough money to buy something that allows you access to different areas to sell to new areas. Exactly. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So maybe the game starts where you can only sell during like between classes. So you that 15 minute period um, or during lunchtime or before and after school. But as it goes on, you can start selling during like class time. So I'm one. So you have this thing of like you get more resources, you get more things to sell, you get more like ability or like consumables. Maybe we can say use this. That's a good point for what some of the consumables could be for towards the end of the episode if we decide to go with this game Um, or and that allows you to make more money, pay off bigger people. What is the end game? Like, do you own the school at the end of this? Like you have the principal under on the take. <laughs> what <laughs> like, is the end game for this? I think that yeah. the end game, I, you know what it is, is it's an end game with multiple like benchmarks. I think that it, with it yeah. being a business simulator, there's a timer, right? From the uh-huh, a timer uh-huh. to graduation. And based on the kind of influence and money that you're making regularly, like you have a financial benchmark, that would qualify Uh the different endings. Now, I'm not certain what those endings would be. No, let me pitch you on something. Let me pitch you on something. So the different endings are this is your senior year. 
Yes. And rather than like focusing on getting all of your senior your classes in, you're like, all right, you're you're made. You you have great grades. You have whatever. You are selling stuff over the course of this year to afford your college. And depending on how well you do during that year dictates what college you can afford to go to. Oh, so yeah. Maybe, maybe something like that. So like over the course of the game, maybe like depending on how what you invest in or like maybe who are your contacts becoming, that kind of dictates like, oh, I want to go into business school. Oh, I want to become a scientist. Oh, I want to become a teacher myself, which would be kind of ironic. Um, at the end of this, it's like, you know what? I feel like I could run a school and they become principal or something. <laughs> or yes, a principal. I love this. I love that idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Blake, We're it's time that we need to figure yeah. it out. We need to decide okay. on a nug. And for the first time I, in a couple of weeks, I'm at a crossroads. I don't know which one yeah. seems like the right one for us. So far, are you we just, have are a you... business simulator where you are a gum runner. We have a yeah. video game where you are a detective trying to parse your way through books that you have not read. And uh-huh. then we have Leapfrog, but for real gamers. I think I'm going to count that one out because I don't know if we really found what the gameplay was of that. It feels like we talked about concepts, but never really nailed out like, okay, this is what level one looks like. Mm. I feel we got that with... Gum Runner and um, Hot Books or or uh, so Burner Book Club I think is what you used and I think that's a great name for that. Burner for that game. Book Club is good. You know so, what okay, I also so love about, about Burner Book Club is that it it What's falls that? under the same part of my brain that like now part of the reason why I passed AP U, uh, AP Euro and got the college credits for that is because I was watching Hitalia at the time and I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Burner Book Club is a little bit of the same thing about yeah. like it would help people pass their English class, not because they read the books, but because they've played Burner Book Club. OK, um, I think it comes down to this. I think they're both good game ideas, but I think just because I don't want to make a game that we can't use our modifiers on. I don't necessarily think Burner Book Club has a whole lot of opportunity for modifiers unless mm. it's like something. Yeah, unless it's like you get abilities or items that can like make the game easier or make the, the, um, the after book or like the, I, I don't know what you would call it. Like in, in the only in way Dung I can Robots, see consumables trial. being an option is that if consumables would give you some way to retry failed, uh, attempts uh, or they would help you grow social bonds with the other characters that are part of this club. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but that feels like then you and I would be picking the consumables and not necessarily opening it for the floor to the people that submitted them. So I'm going to say Gum Runner because there is a lot of leeway in that. And admittedly, I think I'm more passionate about it because it's just like it just sounds fun. It's yeah, I, let, I've never played a Gum business Runner and let's find out what that game really kind of looks and plays like. And I think those consumables will help us out. Okay, this one comes to us from Patrick Skelly, an unconvincing wig. That I love that idea because that's an item you can get that makes you look older. No, it makes you look older, right? So then you can have access to some of the office areas. So maybe it makes as you the game look goes like a on, super senior, and so you're able to go into spaces that super seniors are allowed to go to that normal students aren't. Like you know, a super you know, be, senior uh-huh. is allowed to go into like the detention room without being investigated. Yeah. I know that that's oh typecasting a little yeah. bit, and like, like not to be uh-huh. mean to super seniors, but like you, like you are given permission to go into spaces that maybe a more responsible, more adult figure is allowed. You're oh, given yeah, keys where they more just often. assume that you, yeah, where you're assume you're assume that you're not going to cause any trouble. Yeah, I, I get yeah. that. I get that. 
so okay so but this I, the way i this thing could be used not only to access new areas it i wonder if this is a way of reducing the amount of people you have on your take so like rather than having that contact who's working in the principal's office guess what you can just go into the principal's office at the beginning of the day to collect the information that you need and i'm wondering so yes you're spending less money but does that cause like maybe this person's out for you you were like hey we had a good thing going you were paying me like a hundred bucks a day why i need that money again so it'd be i wonder if that's like maybe they it's either they become an enemy and they could be that's one thing we didn't talk about is like are there people that you wrong throughout this game and end up making things difficult so like wow so now you pissed off an ap student you that it reduces the amount of percentage of people that can have ap books now so this because maybe the there's floor. somebody that's reviewing it uh -huh. Talking about the idea of characters being wronged and the idea of gaining access into spaces that you wouldn't normally be allowed into, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. now really curious about what this game actually looks like because I was imagining something with a lot of menus and like a visual novel type element where you were just kind of cycling more through like, menus and backgrounds. Mm -hmm. but I was picturing Prison Simulator. Being, it feels like a top-down, like sort of chibi-looking thing. So top-down, maybe pixel art. There is visual, mm -hmm. maybe something akin to, um, like, it would look like Harvest Moon. Nope, not Harvest Moon. What's the other one that people really like? No, 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 AJ, it looks like Helltaker. It's just a really cute little top-down aesthetic, but then when people start yeah, talking, it goes into hyper-detailed stuff. I'm thinking about, like, how people are moving around. What was the farming game uh, that everybody likes that you can play co-op? Stardew Valley? Stardew no. Valley, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then when it comes to the close-ups, or it gives you the little window of a of a of a close-up of that character, there is more detail there. Yeah, I, uh, that's a perfect example because it's like it's not it's pixelated, but it's not like pixelated to the point where it feels like uh, like older. It just feels like an aesthetic choice, but it's very light. I think that's a great aesthetic because then you can like see different areas, like different buildings, and like some of some of them are locked like you don't have access to them for whatever reason there maybe okay, there's like yeah. in front of in front of every building there's some staff sitting there being like hey show me show me x item and that gives you an idea of like oh this is the item i need to have to get into this area hey where's your ap book like you can't come in here without your ap book this is the ap area so then you have to go through the game get a, get you have to build a contact that has a connection with the book storage room so now yes. you can not only get a book for yourself, you have a stash of books you can be <laughs> just swiping from to sell to kids at a, at a at a cheaper price, but still profitable to now, you. This opens up two incredible things. One, I love the idea then that as your stock and things go up, if with an environment that you're actually walking around, you'll be able to see the outcomes of your actions. If you're selling a lot yes. of history books, then when you walk around, you're going to see more students in the communal area with the H the uh, the books on the table while they're air quotes studying. But with the uh -huh. inclusion of stocks, I'm going to propose to you a item from turtle lover, two, two, four, four, a coupon book. Oh, now here's okay. my new suggestion. We mentioned that there's a timer uh -huh. until the end of the, until the end of your class year. What if at uh -huh. the beginning of every day you start it in your own home? And as you leave the mm -hmm. home every day, maybe once a week, you can find a coupon book sitting on mm -hmm. the kitchen table. This will mm -hmm. be a list of deals from the actual store nearby so you can refill your stock every single week. This would be a way mm -hmm. for you to, on the cheap, get more gum, more energy drinks, yeah. more, more whatever. But every week, well, those you... are going to be a little mm -hmm. bit different because of the coupon book. Yeah, so it's like you can dictate what your game plan is at the top of the week. So like 
you get a coupon book on, let's say, Monday and be like, okay, here's the coupon for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And it's random every single time. So it's like, okay, maybe I can make a real profit off of what on off of Monster Energy drinks this week. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So you stop by like, oh, you know, that'd be a great thing to do. It's reactive stock management. And we love that. So how about this? How about this? So the cycle of every day starts with you at a market. So like it's you at like a little quickie mart or like some sort of like stop and shop. And that's how every day begins is like, OK, what do you want to buy with you when you go to work, when you go to quote work that day? And guess what? That's another upgradable is as the as the game goes on, your duffel bag for stock gets bigger and bigger. Ooh, yeah. So it's like at the beginning of the So at the beginning of the game, maybe you can only f- hold like four monster cans and two bags of Fritos and a pack of gum. But as the game goes on, it's like, oh, you got like a nice little roller case. And then you. Maybe you unlock the roller case when you become tight with the drama department. It's like, so anybody who sees you walking with that case, it's like, oh, that person's just bringing props to, um, you know, to the drama department for their play that's going on. So it's like all of the upgrades are maybe story based, not necessarily like like purchased purchased well, at all. We could throw in some NPCs and they these progressions could be character based. Perhaps you uh-huh, only get the uh-huh. coupon book if you are tied to a certain character. Perhaps you only uh-huh. get these yeah. the drama department yeah. roller case if you have made uh-huh. good ties with the th- drama department teacher. Things mm-hmm. like that. Well, as as far as the coupon book, I think you could build because I, I feel I see an obvious MPB NPC being the shop owner, and I'm wondering like after it's like you spend like let's say five hundred dollars, be like, hey, you know, you spend like money here pretty consistently every day. Here's a coupon book. You know, and it'll and that you unlock that not only that item, but you unlock a closer relationship with the store owner. Yeah, and you could you could do some fun stuff with that, and then you know you can then spend less money at the top of the day as you bring in your stock for that day. And guess what? If you bring in the wrong stock, maybe there's people that are only looking for specific things throughout the school. So like your day is spent finding the people that want to buy what you have. And then once you sell everything, you can spend the rest of the day talking to NPCs, working on relationships, making connections. Cause I'm wondering if you could Something only restock once a day. Something else you can buy is locker space. Well, you, you, yeah. you have different shops oh, in different buildings that yeah. are tied to different lockers, but you need to yeah. buy the locker in that space and like you would buy the locker by paying off a student to say hey i know you don't use your locker or hey i heard through the grapevine that you don't use your locker i want to open up a shop over there can i buy this locker Mm -hmm. from you and then you would mm-hmm, open up mm-hmm. a new shop in a new building. And yeah, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the PE, like the PE building, those kids don't want monster energy drinks. But if you got some uh-huh. Gatorades, you got some protein yeah. shakes over there. Yeah. Oh, you got yeah, some baby. <laughs> you got some just literal like buckets of protein powder. <laughs> yes. Because like, you know, they only keep Gatorade and like Dr. Pepper in the vending machines in the sports building, which is weird. So like if you can mm-hmm, bring something mm-hmm. like just some nice water. Just water. So is let me ask. So this is about building your empire, right? Are you gonna get like you know, like in Fallout, you get like a plus one, like you get your follower and maybe and maybe two with like a robot or a dog. Are you going to get like you can build connections with NPCs and then bring them into your empire with you? I think so there will like, be different NPCs that have different big bonuses. We mentioned that the, the uh, drama department will give you a bigger case and bigger and bigger cases so you can bring more stuff in. Well, no, maybe I mean, in the sense of like with somebody. Like the, um, what's the... What's it called when you go in and you talk to a counselor to help you plan out your like your school career? If you make uh-huh. how like if you make a good connection with them, then they might be like, "Hey, 
I know some students that are interested in business management. Maybe you'd like to talk to them. I know you have a good mind uh, for it. See, and then you can open I'm, up. Yeah. Like, you'll get one under like underclassmen, which you can then have be, be like, hey, why don't you, you go ahead and go sell in one of the other buildings will. for me? <laughs> yeah, because that's what I'm picturing is like it, it, a, a natural progression of business games, I feel, is like having more people under your like under your guidance so like them being like hey i'm assigning you to strictly sell in the ap wing i'm assigning you to strictly sell in the robotics wing i want to keep that number limited because i want you as Uh the player to constantly be thinking about those other markets Uh, okay so maybe so maybe we we just don't do it simple and it turns into an idle game then like what's Uh the point of like having all these moving pieces so how about how about nothing at all it's all just about relationships and you have to sell your stock at the beginning and end of over the course of the day yeah and this is like depending on how well you do over the course of a year dictates what business school you get to go to because i'm feeling like okay this is a person that wants to do business right Mm -hmm. and then you kind yeah so you have you figure out like oh hey here's your score you get to go either to um csun or uh, a community college or because csun i believe has like one of the best business uh, that's a local college to me and i think it's known for its business department okay um yeah, so it's like just as an example. Um, yeah, we'll have a list of like four different possible endings that are based on how good you did over your financial year. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. I, f- dude, I'm actually really hyped about this game, and the stank on this game is that it's pretty sleazy because you are like basically taking over a school. That's the stank on this game is you are getting everybody on on your take as the game kind of goes on. Um, but it's like it's it's sleazy, but at the same time, you're just selling fucking monsters. You know what I mean? It's sleazy <laughs> in the way that like there's a real world like discomfort to the idea of the gum runners that we have in high schools. Like we all know uh-huh. they exist, and like it's not like they're doing anything morally wrong. But no one no, really no, knows how to think about them. Yeah, that's true. Because it's like they're obviously s- still hiding something, but the thing that they're hiding isn't that fucking big of a deal. Yeah. You know. It's just, it's only, I think it only feels weird because it's like our schools told us to feel weird about it. Well, that, and we're, we are selling things expressly for the purpose of breaking rules. That's true. That's true. Like we're and selling headquartered headphones so that people can listen to music in class and we're selling monster yeah, energy drinks despite and you're us also not selling like, drinking uh, You're also selling stolen, <laughs> stolen stuff eventually. We are selling Maybe, stolen books. What if, we are what if selling... this is like a Breaking Bad thing where it's like it's this kid starts in earnest as most of those gum runners do. They're like, hey, you know, I can make a, an extra dollar for every gum thing. And, and then gum it turns into alcohol in the snack tea <laughs> bottles. <laughs> no, it doesn't turn into alcohol. It okay, turns into sorry, like. I wasn't how deep you were going here <laughs> no i was just saying like well i mean stealing textbooks is pretty it's a big deal like yes. if you were caught still stealing a textbook you could be expelled like that's a that's a pretty horrible and not a horrible offense but it's like that's it's a definitely pretty the kind of offense that yeah. you would get in trouble for if people found out that you yeah. were snagging books from the library yeah you're gonna get like yeah, in trouble totally, for that one totally and then you're also like cutting class eventually like because you've paid off your you know your your teachers and then <laughs> teachers what would a teacher get paid off is like a teacher just sees oh, five cobalt five gum my favorite click just go do whatever you want man i think and teachers I'm, I'm are easily less, like, paid out. off they are bribed so that they give you permission you know what i mean like like it's one of those things of like there will be classes that you're not able to get out of until you've progressed uh-huh. that teacher's bond and then like uh-huh. once you once you're tight with that teacher that teacher's like yeah you can take a rest an air quotes restroom break whenever you want 
Oh, and you know, here's one thing that could be cool like, too. I just had to go a back to teacher that I was like, uh-huh. I was on the football team for two years, and I had a science teacher that was one of my coaches. And every time like the t- class was like work time, I left his class and went to the drama department and just hung out there for a <laughs> class period. Like that was a real just thing that I did in fuck? high school. <laughs> well, okay, so because I, I don't think we touched on it enough, I want to go back to the unconvincing wig a little bit and see how that plays into the gameplay. I'm wondering because if if we're leaning into this game being like it starts out earnest and you're doing like a I guess against the rules thing, but it isn't so bad to your character becoming like a kind of bad kid. I'm wondering if the eventually you get the principal fired and you wearing this unconvincing wig kind of take on the role of the principal. So that is most certainly an option where there will be plenty of paths. Yeah, it's just something just something along. I mean, I guess by unconvincing wig, I guess it's it, it's not necessarily convincing. It, it's unconvincing to adults, but it works on kids. I was going to so say like that you, the unconvincing wig probably has like a limited amount of people that you can lie to. And it's like the teachers uh, that don't wear glasses. Oh, my God. That's such a gamble because it's like, oh, I need to t- let me save before I try this. I'm going to put on the wig and see if I can't tell this person to like let me into this building and it turns out then it turns out it doesn't work and you get sent to like the principal's office or you get sent to detention oh that would be great because like if you get sent to detention you lose out on selling time so you your finances got cut that day so like maybe they saw your bag they took it they confiscated everything and you lost all your stock for that day so you took like a negative you took a negative gain that day um is negative gain no it's negative net i think i don't i fuck i took a loss thing about you took a loss. Totally. All right. I think that's a game. I think we should call it Gum Runner. Gum Runner is a very, so good. I think that's a fun game. All right. Dude, hell yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the uh, Patreon members that submitted those uh, those modifiers. And thank you to we'll our have... Reddit and Twitter communities for submitting ideas. Yeah. Let's go to Patch Notes. Let's go to Patch Notes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. AJ, I'm desperate. I'm real desperate. I'm I real... know you're desperate. I've seen your Tinder profile. <laughs> That's not the kind of desperate I'm talking about. Oh, I am sorry, desperate. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Though true, I am desperate for iTunes reviews. We haven't had one in a while. And you know what? That makes me sad. It makes me sad emotionally. It makes me sad as a creator. It makes me sad. It makes me a little hungry, actually, because I get like that empty feeling. And then I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I could have some Frito-Lays. And I tend to like, feel a little you... bit better. Like, do we need to talk about um, taking your sense of self and identity from strangers on the internet or? No, no, of course not. I've had that unlocked since episode 50. First 50 episodes, maybe not. (laughs) If you are so kind and like the podcast, please leave us an iTunes review. It greatly helps the channel grow. The channel. It greatly helps the iTunes. you want to take this part? Yeah, because I suck the at algorithm it, gods, and it makes it so that Blake can talk better. More than anything, yeah, like totally. if you can fix Blake's desperation, he won't be so worried about what he says, and he'll just say the right things. Please, please, please help him out. Give us those iTunes reviews. Do you have five minutes to spare for for me and my and my need for iTunes? Uh, uh, affirmation is that the right word i don't yeah, think it is whatever it. affirmation hey, will do it. you're doing so good like i'm gonna write up for the little <laughs> itunes review so you know you're doing a good job keep it up keep those words coming bud. <laughs> if you're so kind please leave us an itunes review i will survive if you do not thank you so much for listening this week we hope you had some laughs 
As always, our intro and outro music is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. AJ, that's the first time you said I have been one of your hosts. That's Usually not in true the podcast at all. I've been very have, good about no, making certain you, you, to say one hey, of the other ever since you hey, brought it up in one of the episodes. Uh-uh, that's that's incorrect. I is this because I said you're shorter than me at the top of the episode? I know it's true and all, but I know I know you don't like it when I point it out. See you later, suckers. Have a good one. <laughs> These are cool games that should not be made. I <laughs> wait, go, wait, take it again, take it again. <laughs> I'm leaving, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. As always, this has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games. That should not be made. <laughs>